Today's big question is, what would it take for you to put wisdom in charge of your life? I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is God's Wisdom for Today, a weekday live broadcast series from the book of Proverbs. Just like a proverb, this show is a short, wisdom-packed nugget of truth teaching us how to live our lives well. The book of Proverbs is an invitation from God to step into the wisdom of God. It is a very practical roadmap for developing the skill of living. Let's dive into episode 68 today as we take a look at Proverbs 5, verses 21 through 23. We're going to read it, we're going to talk about the language and the meaning, and then we're going to connect it to our everyday lives by asking ourselves some questions. But before we get to all that, before we get to the wisdom, let's open up in prayer. Father, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to learn from your word, to teach your word, to learn from it myself, to let it sink into my heart. And I pray that that would be true, that as we learn what you have to teach us today, that it would settle so far down into our hearts that it is impossible to remove, that you would sink this truth deeply into our lives. Pray that we would have your understanding spirit on how to apply it, how to live it out, and how to be the people that you want us to be. I ask you to grow us into the people you want us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a look at Proverbs 5, 21 through 23. For a man's ways are before the Lord's eyes, and he considers all his paths. A wicked man's iniquities will trap him. He will become tangled in the ropes of his own sin. He will die because there is no discipline and be lost because of his great stupidity. You may have noticed that we skipped over all of chapter 5, or almost all of chapter 5. These are the last three verses in that chapter. Chapter 5 is an instruction from a father to his son about girls. He tells him to stay away from forbidden women. They seem attractive, but they will lead to death. As a matter of fact, in verses 9 through 14, he says this, You will give up your vitality to others and your years to someone cruel. Strangers will drain your resources. Your hard-earned pay will end up in a foreigner's house. At the end of your life, you will lament when your physical body has been consumed and you will say, How I hated discipline and how my heart despised correction. I did not obey my teachers or listen closely to my instructors. I am on the verge of complete ruin before the entire community. Those are pretty serious consequences. In the next section, dad tells him instead, enjoy marriage. In other words, love women within the boundaries that God has drawn. We talked about back in episode 34 about adultery. And we said that if you aren't in this situation where you are dealing with sexual sin, we have all been spiritually unfaithful to God. And we can all apply that text in that way. So you can always go back and listen to that episode. It was episode 34. But these last verses in the chapter are worth taking a look at to remind our hearts that God sees and he cares about our behavior, about how we live our lives. Verse 21 says, for a man's ways are before the Lord's eyes and he considers all his paths. If we think that we're fooling God about sin in our lives or that he doesn't see or that he doesn't care, we're wrong. He does. He sees all of what we do and he considers our ways. 
The Hebrew root word has the idea of careful and accurate assessment. That's how he's looking at our lives. No matter how clever we think we are or how small our life or how no big deal that particular indiscretion was, he sees, he knows, and he cares. The rest of the passage says, a wicked man's iniquities will trap him. He will become tangled in the ropes of his own sin. He will die because there is no discipline and be lost because of his great stupidity. The result of indulging our human desires, the result of being unfaithful, and these verses have been talking about sexual unfaithfulness, but this applies also to being spiritually unfaithful. The result of acting sinfully is that we become tangled up in that, held fast, The New American Standard says he will be held with the cords of his sin, tied up. We tie people up to keep them where we want them to be. In all the movies, people are tied up so that they are more easily controlled, so they are dominated. Sin will trap us, entangle us, and dominate us. The verses say a wicked man's iniquities will trap him. He will become tangled in the ropes of his own sin. And then the next verse says he will die because there is no discipline. He'll be lost because of his great stupidity. In the ESV version, this says he dies for lack of discipline and because of his great folly, he is led astray. Lost and led astray from what? From God. Led astray is the same Hebrew word used for intoxicated. It implies that the action itself produces the punishment and the result is ruin. He dies because there is no discipline. And we're not talking here about self-discipline. It's not because you didn't get up and work out every morning this week like you meant to. But the Hebrew means instruction, correction, or rebuke. Because course correction didn't take place when it was supposed to. Because wrongdoing was going on and you were not listening to wisdom. There was no repentance, no change of heart, no responding to correction. In 5.22, we see the cause of man's problem is sin. In 5.23, in the first part of that verse, we see that the cause of men's problem is not responding correctly to discipline. In 5.23, at the end of the verse, we see that the cause of man's problem is stupidity or folly. And the sentence, the result, death. That result is a pretty permanent condition, death. We said early on in Proverbs that stupidity or folly is foolishness. We cannot afford to be foolish. We cannot afford to live with no regard for discipline or correction in our life. And we cannot afford to ignore or hide or minimize sin. Let's ask ourselves some questions. Do you feel trapped in some foolish behavior that you cannot seem to shake? Is there a sin that has seduced you and robbed you of your rightful joy? Have you allowed folly or foolishness to guide your life rather than wisdom? Today's big question is, what would it take to put wisdom in charge of your life? If you would like to take some more time than I've just given you to answer those questions, to think about them, because those are thought-provoking ones, we send out a set of free journal pages each Sunday evening in an email. And if you would like to get on that list to receive that. We're happy to send that out to you too. You can just go to getwisdom.link backslash email, hop on that list, and you'll receive those on Sunday evenings. As for me, I spent yesterday thinking about and writing about intentional living. 
And I was thinking about how we get to the places that we get to in life, whether we're intentionally going there or if we're living life on a default setting and letting circumstances or our culture or other people define our lives, define where we get to in life. These verses that we're talking about today, these were not my focus yesterday, but it's awfully easy to let sin do the same thing in your life, to give it the reins of your life and be trapped and defined by our past or our ongoing sin. That's not who you are. Jesus died and rose again to break sin's control in our lives. I was thinking about how easy it is to hand over control of our lives to other things and how intentional we need to be. Wednesday, we talked about needing to think about the way we live life, about keeping our feet on the right path, on the straight path of God's wisdom. And while these verses are a whole chapter later, they speak to talk about the progression of where those missteps off the path will take us to being tangled in sin and eventually to our death. It certainly adds a level of urgency to the idea that we need to be aware, that we need to be thinking about and taking intentional action in our lives. How about you? What will you do with what you've learned today? Thank you for joining me on this teaching today. If you are watching the broadcast on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page and you're benefiting from the wisdom of Proverbs, invite a friend to join you on Monday at 10 a.m. Central. We'll be here for the next show. If you're a podcast listener, subscribe to the show and then tell a friend about it. Let's close in prayer. Lord, we don't want your wisdom just so that we can be successful or even, even so that we can avoid the traps of sin. We want it so that we can know you better, so we can love you better, we can love others in our life better, and so that we can live righteously, so that our lives can honor you. So give us that kind of wisdom, the kind of wisdom that transforms our hearts into looking more and more like Christ each day. Amen. Amen.